Welcome back, Mike Broomhead. Jim Sharp and I are off to the Veterans Day Parade. Yeah, I'm so, I'm very envious of the two of you, and thanks for doing that. How many years in a row now have you guys been doing this Well, parade? we had to skip for the pandemic one right. year, so I think it's seven. That's awesome. But every single time we have uh, done this, the weather has been gorgeous. I yep. mean... Beautiful, it's and awesome. it's such an awesome event. It is. It's amazing. I've been in the parade a couple of times, and I've, I, I love that parade. It's such a. They do such a great job with the Veterans Day parade. Yep. Thanks, Jamie. Have a good time, um, and happy Veterans Day to the men and women who have served. Uh, we are uh, also a happy belated birthday to the United States Marine Corps. Yesterday was a Marine Corps birthday. I was at a couple of veterans events yesterday. The Veterans Medical Leadership Council luncheon uh, that I MC for the last ten years. Over seven hundred people in attendance. It was an amazing day. And our, our guest speaker, the keynote speaker this year, just hit it out of the park. He was just such a great man. Uh, General um, Brady is his name. Patrick Henry Brady, appropriate for such a patriotic day. And uh, the story, he's a Medal of Honor recipient. And to hear his words were just moving. It was an amazing thing. Then I was out in Gilbert last night at their event for Veterans Day. And a lot of families out, which was kind of cool to see. Um, so to all of the veterans out there who have served, we certainly thank you for your service. Um, before we go any further, coming up at 835, uh, Carrie Lake will join me. We're going to talk with Carrie about a multitude of things. But, of course, the election about the press conference yesterday with uh, Bill Gates, the chairman of the County Board of Supervisors, and Stephen Richer, the county recorder in Maricopa County, and what they had to say about her specifically, but about the overall election and the counting of votes and where she stands and what she believes is going to happen. All that happens at 835. I do want to, before we get to go any further into where the races are, um, just a couple of things about uh, Veterans Day Um it is such a – I guess the, the longer I've been around, as most of you know, my story started with the death of my brother in Iraq. And that's Memorial Day, not Veterans Day. But my brother was killed in Iraq on Memorial Day of 2003. And I began to jump into the veteran world and start speaking on my brother's behalf and telling his heroic story and meeting veterans and veteran service organizations. And uh, it is remarkable when you start meeting veterans – and hearing their true stories of heroism. Because I, when I began to speak out, and I was asked, you know, very early in the Iraq War 2003, he was killed in May. The, the invasion into Iraq began in March, so it was very new, very early. And there was a lot of controversy in the country and people for and against us being there. And, and so I was part of the effort that supported the troops in that, uh, in the war effort. And so I was asked to speak at a lot of local events, and then it grew from there. And... um what was interesting is I just imagined I was going to tell this uniquely heroic story of my brother, and I did, and he, it was. But it was very fascinating very early on how humbled I was because you, I started hearing stories of other veterans and what they had done, including yesterday uh, of, of having – of being – given the privilege to read the the bio, the military record bio, which is very abbreviated of, of General Brady, who was, who was there yesterday speaking at the VMLC luncheon, and to read some of the accomplishments and the things that he had done and in order to save lives. He was a helicopter pilot and d- developed of flying at night when they didn't have night vision and in bad weather and rescuing injured and wounded troops. It was incredible. It was an incredible biography. And then to be in that room... Uh, I think there were three Medal of Honor recipients in that room. It was it was incredible. And to think about their service and sacrifice and to hear those stories, and it really got me thinking about the veteran community. And um, 
What's interesting about the American veteran, it seems like the more that they've accomplished in their military career, the less they want to, from it. They don't they don't publish it usually. They don't walk around with it on their sleeve. They're, they're pretty – it's pretty personal, and they don't tell a lot of stories unless they're pushed or asked, and, and I, I think that needs to change. When you see the huge number of Americans – that do not enter the military. When you we look at the number of people that have an opportunity um, and they don't take it, when you see the recruiting for the military right now, they're not meeting the demand for recruiting for a number of reasons. But it, it's sad to see that that's happening. I think it doesn't matter who you are, and nobody is pro-war. I don't think anyone is pro-war. Um, but I think when you start hearing the stories of the men and women that have served and the selfless sacrifice to each other, whether they're in combat or they're not, the sacrifice of them and their families, the attention to duty and, and the, um, the, the, the act of service and sacrifice, when we hear those stories, it makes us proud and it motivates a lot of people to want to emulate that. So I hope that today is not the only day where veterans share their stories. You know, every time you see a veteran, they're wearing a hat from either their branch of service or their unit that they were in, and and it's kind of cool to talk with them and to ask questions, but I hope that veterans out there that have been, and it's not about talking about yourself, it's about keeping the history of the military alive, that the, the reasons why you joined the military and what led you to that decision to want to serve your country, you should share that with young people to foster that same kind of love of country um, and that desire to serve the country, and it was part of the message yesterday. Yesterday, from the general was about was the 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 theme of the message was American exceptionalism, and it really was so heartfelt and so accurate. And then backed up by his years of military service was just an amazing message that I think everybody should hear. It was a terrific message. But I think that young people, not all young people are going to go, and I don't think that it's a disservice if you don't go into the military. But for those that might. The honor of being able to serve your country. It was it was so fascinating to sit in that room. Seven seven hundred people, most of them, many of them. I shouldn't say most, but many of them veterans. A lot of people that were in the service, um, and, and still in that are serving now. It was just an incredible afternoon, um, and they do such a great job of putting it on. The VMLC is someone you you should check out. The organization raising millions of dollars and aiding veterans. Not just in medical needs anymore, but in a lot more needs than that. It was pretty amazing. So uh, I'll get off my soapbox, but it was a great day. And to the veterans out there that are listening, we uh, saying thank you seems to be so empty. Uh, we You deserve a lot more than a thank you and a lot more than just one day of it. But um, it, it re- was a great reminder yesterday of how – privileged I am to have met so many veterans and be in rooms with veterans and to listen to their stories and know that uh, all the bickering and the fighting and the nonsense that we do, all the stuff that goes on here, um, that, you know, I'm able to do what I do, the fighting we do, which is great, the debate, the, the, the political banter that happens. We do it in safety and comfort because people like that served their country and stood a post and fought sometimes in, in very difficult circumstances, many of them giving up their lives for the American way. And it's a, a great reminder today. It's one of my favorite days of the year is to celebrate the veterans because it seems like all of us are, are very um, – mindful of it today. So if you're going out to the Veterans Day Parade, whether they are all over town, if you're going downtown in Phoenix, the VA does, they do such a great job of putting on that parade downtown. Um, 
It used to go from the VA hospital and end at the church. Now it starts at the church and it ends at the hospital. I don't know. I can't remember why they went in the opposite direction, but it doesn't matter. It is just such a great parade, and um, it's awesome. It, it's incredible to see all the people that are going to turn out. So uh, a Veterans Day to all the men and women that served. Um, it is truly an honor to be around so many of them so often. As I said before, we're going to talk with Carrie Lake in a few moments. Uh, we're going to talk with her about the campaign, about how you know, the campaign's over. Now it's just waiting for the votes to be counted. There was a press conference yesterday with more explanation from the county, uh, the chairman of the county board of supervisors, Bill Gates, and the head of the county recorder, um, Stephen Richer, were together and explaining and answering questions about uh, how the process works, why it takes so long in Maricopa County to count all of these votes, when they believe the vote count will be done. And then some comments they actually made, some Bill Gates actually made some comments directed toward Kerry Lake. So what we're going to do is we'll ask her about those comments, and we're going to ask her about the count as it goes forward. So all that's happening here in just a couple of moments, so please stick around for it. You're listening to continuing Arizona votes coverage of the 2022 election with Mike Broomhead. Hey, thanks for being here. And again, happy Veterans Day to the men and women who have served. Um, joining us right now, gubernatorial candidate, uh, Carrie Lake. Carrie, welcome back. Hello, Mike. Good to talk to you. Uh, let's let's talk with the press conference yesterday. Did you watch? Did you hear the press conference yesterday with Bill Gates and, and uh, Stephen Richer? You know, I didn't get a chance. I was doing a lot of media yesterday, and I, I just caught little clips of it. I didn't hear the entire thing, but my team was monitoring it. You know, and so do you, want, do you have a response to some of the things they had to say, specifically the things that Bill Gates said that you should be doing? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll just say uh, I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave him out there to just uh, do his job. Stop doing press conferences and get in there and count some votes and get in there and get the job done. So let's talk about the vote count. I mean, you had gotten it. it things had, had squeezed together very closely. It was very narrow. And now it looks as if Katie Hobbs has expanded her lead a little bit. Uh, do you expect that to change? See, this is this is the garbage of how they count the votes in Maricopa County in Arizona. She's never been ahead. They just only have counted the votes that have gone to the Democrats. The Republican votes, the day of votes, they count last. And frankly, you should count Election Day votes first. And so they are able to control the narrative by trickling out and moving towards finally getting a few of the Election Day votes counted, a few here, a few there. But in the meantime, the media, which is so dense, is saying that Hobbs is in the lead. She's not. They're just not counting quickly. And she's never going to be in the lead. It depends which pile you want to pull from and count and they're pulling from the heavy democrat votes and they're counting those first but that's fine we're going to win this mike 100 percent. we're going to win this and i think the whole ticket's going to win i think blake may even win and mark fincham may even win and abe will win so that's fine but you know the, the the bigger story is when we get into office we're going to reform our elections so that we're not the laughing stock of the world, so that the rest of the country is not waiting to figure out where the balance of power lies on Maricopa County to count the votes. It's uh, what we've been told. And one of the things that was said in the press conference is they are counting the ballots in the order that they were supposed to count the ballots. And that by law, the the they call them late earlies that are dropped off on Election Day have to be counted last. They're saying that's legislation. Are you saying that needs to change? 
Yes, it does need to change. And you know what? I'm in a great mood. I am. I'm actually glad this is happening because it's opening people's eyes that we have to reform our elections. Our voters in Maricopa County turned out so big on Election Day to drop off their ballots in person that we broke all the records, even more than they did in 2020. We had a 70 percent over the previous record. There are so many votes that Maricopa County is apparently incapable of even counting them. And, you know, if the media wants to write their pieces about how this election is already over, but there's still hundreds of thousands of Arizonans whose voice hasn't even been heard yet because Maricopa County has not counted their votes. It's just going to make the uh, delegitimize the media even more. When you so I think. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. As governor, I will never sign off on election procedures that will continue this craziness. So with what we're seeing now and the way things are being done, like you said, is exposing things and people are looking a lot closer at how we run elections. Can you name a couple of specific things that you could do right away with the legislature that may make it better? Well, we have to do a lot of things. I mean, there's a there's several ways we have to go about cleaning up our elections. I want to get rid of the uh, the electronic machines. We saw how badly that worked out on election day. People were so excited, Mike, to get in line and vote. They're so hungry for change. They show up in droves ahead of the polls opening only to get there and immediately the machines don't work. The tabulators don't work. The electronic voting machines don't work. And 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 then they misled us about how bad that problem was. Turns out more than a third of our polling locations in Maricopa County had equipment that didn't work or major problems. This is disenfranchising voters, and we can't have that. We need to go back to the way it used to be done, small, very small precincts. You show up at the little school or the little church in your neighborhood, and you vote there, and we're not printing ballots with not enough toner in the printer at these big voting centers, and then we're not, uh, you know, where they're not even aligned properly, and and then we have additional issues. There are issues with the way we're doing it, and much of it started two years ago during COVID. When they stopped doing the precinct voting and moved us into these huge vote centers, which are ripe for fraud and ripe for problems. So we're going to clean that up. There's a bunch of things we're going to have to do. And rest assured, we will clean up our elections and every Arizona will be proud of the way we run our elections. I think the rest of the country will look to Arizona and say, let's do what Arizona is doing. Let's talk about those late earlys, because in the press conference yesterday, because I was listening to it while driving in the the press conference yesterday, they said they believe they're going to start counting those late earlys tomorrow or Sunday. Is that when you have the expectation that it's going to change in your direction? Yeah, when they start counting those, I mean, let me ask you. Do you think that a bunch of Democrats showed up on Election Day to turn in their ballots that way? These are going to be heavily Republican voters, and even the Democrats know it, and they know it. Katie Hobbs is running out of, of ballots to count that are going in her favor. And when they start counting them, 401,000 late earlies, as they're called, those are the folks who, who took a, a field trip into the uh, polling places to hand over their mail-in ballot to somebody in person. And those are folks who don't like the way that the elections have been run. They don't trust the way the elections are run. Those are people who are voting for me, and they're going to go heavily in my favor. And Katie's going to sit there and look at the numbers on her website that she's running, and she's going to have a, a you know a tear in her beer when she looks at those numbers because they're going to start going down, 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 and then we're going to win. 
And I've been saying that since the beginning. Yeah, and, and I just don't think people understand how ballots are counted. That's why I wanted you to clarify. Um, one last question about the election before I let you go. Um, in the when you you said you believe that it's possible that you think that all Republicans can win in this ticket, you believe that it's going to be that heavily read in those counts that it could bring those votes over because some of some of the other Republicans are fairly far behind in these races. Well, it just depends. I mean, we're seeing we're estimating it could be as low as 60 percent of those votes go our way or upwards of nearly 80 percent. I just don't know. But if it's in the upper part of that, then everyone's going to win on the Republican ticket. Carrie, it's always good to talk with you and I look forward to talking with you again. Thanks, Mike. All right. That is Carrie Lake. She's gubernatorial candidate and uh, some pretty strong words about elections and still a strong belief that she's going to win. And there are a lot of people that absolutely agree with that sentiment, including myself in in this, that those late earlies, the people that went to the polls and dropped their ballot off on Election Day, they're early ballots, but they were dropped off. Those are going to skew heavily to the right. And uh, will it be enough is the question. And we're all waiting to see that. Let's hope it all. I want it just to get done the right way. I want it to be legitimate. And what I mean by that is where there's no questions from people, we're not going to see a lot of lawsuits and uh, we can find out who our who our next leadership team is going to be. Coming up in a moment, Gatos joins me. And it's the big poll question of the day. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Hey, good morning, Gatos. They call anything yet or do I have to come in and work? You got to work. Oh, for Pete's sake, you took the day off the other day. I didn't take the day off. I just wasn't here. Oh. Big difference. Oh, I, I, had two, I had two veterans events I had yesterday. I heard you went out and went full riding. <laughs> I was at a big luncheon. It's called the VMLC, the Veterans Medical Leadership Council. It's a great organization. 700 people. I was the MC, And then you. one out in Gilbert, a veterans event out in Gilbert. It was amazing. You put a pair of pants on for that or no? Yeah, I put a suit on, a whole suit. Really? A you whole left suit. The, left left the, the baseball cap at home? I did. I oh, did. comb the hair? What hair? All right. Well, you washed your <laughs> you washed your head. I did. I did. You washed I, your head. I buffed up the five heads. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yes, uh, uh, that's that's good stuff. Well, I'm just waiting for him to you know count the votes and all that stuff. I yep. think we're all waiting. Yeah, that's was my just, as I was as I was driving yesterday, um, I was listening to you guys, and uh, I listened to the press conference here on KTAR, and then I listened to the follow up with you and Chad. I thought it was great. Yeah, I mean, listen, we're all waiting. Uh, we, I wish it goes. Fa- I, I, I wish it goes faster. You know, maybe we change some laws to make it go quicker. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't know, but you know, the whole Kerry Lake thing yesterday annoyed me, and and. You know, I'm just not a big fan, and, and that's okay. And if she's, you know, wins the governor, I, I really do wish that and hope that she does does well because I love Arizona. But man, she's a snowflake. Sometime, just why can't you just shut your mouth and let them count the votes? <laughs> Nobody's trying to slow your win down. It's just, it's just so. It's like if she's going to be the governor, that's just going to get old, man. People are going to tune her out. Yeah, and so, I really believe that. And I'm with you when when you say I hope whoever wins the governor's office does a good job. I feel the same way about the White House. You know, I have huge difference. Differences in politics. I'm a Republican. Sure. They're pretty left Democrats, but I don't want to see the country fail. So even though no. like, I'm glad you said, even though you don't, uh, you don't, you don't, you're not a fan. You hope yeah. she does well. And I don't. It's not that I hate her or anything yeah. like that. I don't hate. No, I don't hate. I don't want to hate people, but my goodness, I think she's just got to wait. Yeah. Just everything's not a conspiracy against you, Carrie Lake. And I think you got to realize that if you're going to be the governor. But I have real quick. I have Arizona still counting votes. Uh, what do you think? It's taking too long. 
or this is expected, be patient. One of the two. Great question. Great All question. Right, my friend. See you Have later. weekend. You See too, ya. man. All right. The Big Q poll question today is brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. You can go to KTAR.com and vote and see how other people voted on that poll. Good question for today. Coming up just after 9 o'clock, we are going to talk with someone that is a veteran working in the construction world and how they go together. That's coming up next.